Welcome to episode 235 of Up For Discussion, the emotionally honest comedy podcast where we take your questions and dish out hot truths and tasty goofs. I'm your host, Kate Bradley. I'm Adrian Schoen. And I'm Tom Zalatni. We'd like to take a moment right at the top of the show to acknowledge that the studio where we record is situated within the traditional and unsurrendered territories of the Ganyangahaga First Nations. As settlers, it's important that we remember that the lands we occupy are not our own and that we engage in conversations that challenge the colonial mindset. We encourage you to take some time today, and every day, to reflect on your relationship with the land you live on, and the indigenous communities thereof. Anybody have any thoughts on that this week? Notice anything while going about your day that made you go, Oh, that's weird. <laughs> White people are assholes? Like, have I had any of those wake-up calls? <laughs> that's, that's basically the question, yeah. No, I gotta say, I don't, I, uh... Yeah. I think my mind's been in too many places. Yeah. What's on your mind? Oh, let's not. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else? Spoons? <laughs> no, actually, I had an office party last weekend, uh, just speaking of like, so I'm like super white, right? Like, Can like confirm. Su- yeah. <laughs> right! <laughs> Thank you. Yes, that's correct. Um, but uh, uh, some people are, are very surprised to find out uh, my grandmother grew up on a reservation, mm. um, which is like, I'm not getting any scholarships. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it's fine. But there is always this moment of like, oh, <laughs> yeah, because it like we, it, we like we talked on that show about labels. You know, mm. it's like, oh, your grandmother lived on a reservation. So then they're like, their brain goes into. You know, like, whoa, ha, huh, what are the pieces? How, what, yeah, what, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, and it, it's Panic. definitely a period of time and location that, oof, you know, like, they they were in the Dust Bowl of Oklahoma and, like, a, a Cherokee reservation, and um, basically welfare was, like, throwing a dead horse in the village. And, uh, like, to hear uh, my grandmother's stories of, like, picking cotton for a summer. And mm-hmm. so if we're going to be uh, uh, reflective, it's, it's nice to even yeah. think of, like, because I, I don't have that uh, personal relationship. I'm not going to claim any right. native heritage. Yeah. Way far from my, my world experience. I definitely grew up in the white camp of the family. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's, it's uh, it doesn't take that many connections before, you know, you, you, you hit on the fact that we're so separated mm-hmm. that we can be so alienated from, from the people around us. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think it, like, it can... St- can be helpful to like think about that in in terms of ways that we can frame it that makes sense to our personal history right like because because yeah the reality is like as you know a room full of white people we don't have that experience Mm -hmm. but we you know by thinking about like you know what your grand grandma grandpa Grandmother, grandmother went through and like you know similar family stories of like kind of (laughs) shitty situations like that right Mm -hmm. like you know my grandparents had to like flee Hungary because there was communist stuff going on mm-hmm. like my great grandfather was thrown in jail for like doing his job and like you know mm-hmm. there's you can kind of like think about those things 
that are like true to your personal history and then go okay now imagine if that was currently happening <laughs> because yeah. it's currently happening for other people and that sucks mm-hmm. yeah. and like it, I don't know I think that can help you have empathy right yeah, yeah. oh yeah. I've been watching season two of the terror which mm-hmm. is all about like Japanese internment camps Oof. and uh, uh, you know uh, ghosts because the premise of that show <laughs> is like, like <laughs> so what's the focus <laughs> well the premise of that show is like a horrifying historical experience and then like a monster ah uh. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Are the historical facts accurate? Are the monsters I mean, it's accurate? the yeah. monster bit, kind of. Like, right. it's a fictionalized uh, version of it, mm-hmm. but, uh, like, the events are real. Because mm-hmm. the first season's, like, a, a Arctic um, exploration. Um, uh, it, like, where they're trying to find the Northwest Passage. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then a polar bear monster eats them all. Oh, oh cool. <laughs> That's, like, lost. Right. Kinda. So that part didn't really happen. But, like, those people went out there, and, like, they found those ships recently. Yeah. Oh, whoa. Um, so it, like there's parts that's real and then there's parts that's heightened because you know monsters are fun yeah, yeah. Monsters are but fun. like monsters you watch that fun. shit and you're like oh these people were like American citizens and then oh their stuff's just all about to be taken and they're about yeah. to be put in a camp and then they're not gonna get their stuff back when it comes like they worked so hard to, like own a car and now their house and everything is like gone yeah, yeah. they have to oh it's it's fucking brutal yeah and that is a thing that i don't think they ever talked about when i was growing up like in history class no no, no probably not yeah did not hear about that yeah. i probably found out about it through movies <laughs> and then like looked it up or asked somebody or you know yeah, yeah it's become kind of more of the conversation now yeah but mm-hmm. uh, yeah it was like we did what now yeah 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 <laughs> yeah no kidding and, and reflecting on the the past my mom was talking to paul about uh, the british empire mm. and how it's a very realistic possibility that the uk breaks up in a very mm. near future yeah. and it's crazy to think that uh paul was saying the expression i'm sure you're gonna be able to correct me maybe uh, the, no, the sun never sets on the British Empire mm. because mm. they claim so much stuff. Right. Um, and to think that they're like, it's a wee, <laughs> you know, which is essentially <laughs> karma, yeah. but also like the, the in- incredible amount of change that happens in really not that many yeah. Years. Yeah, I like John Oliver said that the British Empire was like uh, Godzilla with a necktie. Like, <laughs> went, oh, that's so good. <laughs> like they, yeah, they went and like demolished everything, but they did it with a certain British swagger. Oh yes, Clyde. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Naturally. Oh yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Like thinking about how all of that is kind of falling apart right now. Yeah, really, it's enough to make you have a existential crisis. Ooh. Coin, are you pleased with yourself? Or? I'm so pleased with myself. I'm just like enraged because when, as soon as you said the punchline, I then recognized the tone in the words before that and realized that the whole time you knew that was coming. I did. It's a skill. Yeah. You're impressive. It's my only skill. <laughs> I beg to differ, but okay. It's one of your strong ones, shall we say. Yeah, I've got it. Yeah. (laughs) I've got it. Oh, yeah. I've got it. Much like herpes. (laughs) (laughs) Don't we all have a little bit of herpes? I think so. That's a real thing, right? Oh, wait, no. Is it? Well, like, do you ever get cold sores on your face? Rarely, but sometimes. Yeah, you've got herpes. It's a, it's a, you have it. It's a form of of herpes. I don't. It flares up like very it it doesn't flare up you know constantly for everyone yeah but if you get cold sores ever that is like a form of herpes well shingles is herpes as well 
Might be. Shingles sounds like it's uh, the ghost with the chains from um, Scrooge. It's <laughs> a good name for that. Yeah. <laughs> the Marley Brothers. <laughs> I think it's like a, a resurgence of uh, chicken pox, like after you've had it, and then I don't know. I just that is is just big. Fine, I smoked before I left the house. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> the chickens, uh, just ch- chickens piercing out of a person's skin. <laughs> Say what you said again. Why am I thinking chicken this? Chicken pox? Chicken pox, yeah. So they're like chicken uh-huh. pops. They're like chicken pops out <laughs> yep. of your face. Chicken pops. That's horrific. <laughs> <laughs> little chickens. Chicken pops is when you like grind up chicken meat in the blender and then freeze it into little popsicles. Oh my God. <gasps> oh, I There's... thought you would just like deep fry them as like a little like chicken pops, like popcorn oh, chicken. That's yeah, but that better. sounds edible. Yeah, that but... <laughs> sounds absolutely horrendous. Yeah, I guess you'd have to cook mine first. You can't yeah. just freeze it. No. And <laughs> but you could freeze it and then leave it frozen it would probably like freeze well like that and then you could thaw it later and cook it probably like as a storage method perhaps frozen ground chicken yeah is that what we're discussing (laughs) but specifically in popsicle form yeah you have you put it a small ball on a on a popsicle stick and you mold it carefully but there was a dude on the youtube uh who he he i think he's called the turtle person or the turtle turtle guy turtle sort of person individual uh and uh he makes popsicles for this pond of turtles that he has i don't well it's i guess it's a pond near him i don't know there's big fish and turtles and he goes there and he feeds them and he makes these popsicles with strawberries and blueberries and chad sorry what chad 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 toby doesn't like that you're saying I, chad I know. <laughs> it's called chad? chad it's fish oh okay uh, okay and they fucking love it. It's not they char. Go, it's not chum. Chad. All right. All right. Cool. Chadfish. Come at me, internet. <laughs> Pretty sure it's Chad. And uh, and then they just like jump, 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 and then scurry back into the water. Wait. Yeah, no, Chad is definitely a real fish. I've caught that in Animal Crossing New Leaf on the Nintendo 3DS. Whoa, that just <laughs> popped into your mind? Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of fish in that game. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Speaking of fish... Go on. <laughs> speaking, speaking of fish. <laughs> speaking of... You know the band Fish? Uh-huh. uh-huh. You know how they spell their name with a different first letter? Like, than, oh, and instead of an F, they spell it with a P-H. That's right, yeah. Right. Similarly, today's sponsor... Oh, here we go. There we go. I found it. Uh, guys, this episode is brought to you in part by Chaos. That's Chaos with a K. Like, there. instead of a C-H, it's a K-A-O-S. Uh, it's a K-H-A-O. Oh, yes. there is an H. There's an H in there, yeah. Oh, fuck me. Yeah. Good There's job. There's a K-H in my name, too. <laughs> Kate. We're learning. Kate, Kate. Helen. <laughs> Oh, that's right. I thought you were just telling us Kate spelled with an H. No. Chaos. Chaos with a K. With a K. Are you looking to produce high-quality branded content without breaking the bank? Chaos makes content marketing easy, affordable, and accessible by offering a studio-on-demand model and various subscription packages that make it easy to create consistent content for your audience and potential customers. It's customers. customers with a K? And an H. Okay. Customers. Custard. Customers. Custard. Custard. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Do you want professional sound equipment for podcasts like this one? <laughs> How about cinema grade cameras, lenses, and lighting packages? What about social media, Tom? Ooh, yeah. You know it. You can stream stuff on social media sometimes, right? You can do a live stream on Facebook or Twitter. They got you covered. 
Whether your business is starting a podcast, building a video empire, or adding live streams to your social media pages, they've got a package that'll help you create consistent, reliable content for your audience. That's audience with a K. (laughs) Why was it a customer with a K? (laughs) You missed your opportunity. (laughs) We already did customers with a K. I'm sorry, it got you covered. It was covered with a K. Covered. Anyway, you can go to createchaos.com or check them out on Instagram at createchaos to find out more. Once again, that's chaos with a K. And an H. (laughs) (laughs) It's true, though. I didn't know that. It's true. I didn't know that either. Well, now you know. Seems like an important thing to include. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Kate Bradley. Yeah. Do you want to take him to the cash corner? Fuck yeah. Welcome to the cash corner, the part of the show where we shamelessly ask you to give us money. Over the past few weeks, we've been highlighting all the different perks you can get by signing up to our Patreon. Do you want to talk to Tom for an hour over Skype? You can do that by pledging $25 to us on Patreon. Patreon! Ask him about anything you want. You might even get to meet his baby! Baby! We've actually got a special promotion going on right now where, in addition to your Skype call, anyone who's pledged is $25 or above before the end of August will get to request a theme for us to explore for a month-long series of episodes sometime this year! Say what? <laughs> Wanna make up... <laughs> Want us to... What? Oh, fuck you! Fuck you! Letters on the page! Want to make us record a whole month of worth of content centered around food, science, comedy, sex, board games, or literally anything else your heart desires. You have that power! What is your interest? And of course, if you pledge as little as a dollar a month to us at patreon.com slash up for discussion, you'll be joining the ranks of fine folks like Patrick, Gabriel, Kendall, and Carleo, Thomas, George, Poppy, Jan, Gillian, Sarah, Angelica, Will, Anne, Andrew, Laura, Kate, and Paolo! People who gave us money. You'll get early access to bonus content, little behind-the-scenes updates, and all kinds of other sweet perks as well. Plus, if you give us at least $5 a month, you get to submit the feature question for an episode once per cycle on the show. I'm going to fucking pass out. (laughs) That was great. How do wrestlers do it? I don't know. I'm really torn between having hated that and and really enjoyed it. The whole time. (laughs) The whole time. I really didn't oh. expect that royalty-free dubstep track to be as good as it was. <laughs> no, yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah. That was it. Oh, I'm lighting. Some of these sentences were a bit long for that format. I know. <laughs> oh, I really prevented oxygen All from right. entering the brain squish. Well, now that good. we've uh, recovered, <laughs> I haven't. Uh, I'll, I'll give you a second okay. uh, while while we get to today's featured Patreon question that comes from mm. Thomas, uh-huh. mm. who says, "Yeah." The regulars on UFD uh, discuss some pretty personal stuff. Can I can I make a request? Mm-hmm. I want you to read this in Thomas's voice. This is Thomas Barnwell from I, Improv. Right. I'm trying to think like how I, I, what is that you do it? I don't know. I, don't, what, I can't do it. I'm just giving I you a challenge. I can't do it. I'm well, still I recovering. <laughs> I believe in you. Does he have a particular way of speaking? I don't know. Okay, I don't either. <laughs> so <mind>. I. <laughs> Screw you, Tom. <laughs> Take a guess. Maybe it'll change how he talks from now on. Yeah, this is his new voice. <laughs> Has anyone you know, whether you know them well or barely at all, ever come up to you and commented on some personal info that you revealed on the podcast? Did you feel uncomfortable? <laughs> I'm feeling pretty uncomfortable right now. <laughs> 
And to the ten listeners that just left our podcast. <laughs> bye bye. I understand. <laughs> oh. Holy bing bong, that whole segment. <laughs> I think I nailed it. <laughs> this is a nuts episode. I know. And not the kind of expensive cashews, you know? Cashews. Like cashews. some nuts that you find in your winter coat. <laughs> okay. No, what? no, I meant peanuts in your pockets. No, that's not better. You just have loose nuts in your jacket. <laughs> no. No. Uh, dog treats, though, yes. And then if I leave my coat around, then my dog eats the pocket out, and then I look like an idiot when I casually put my hands in my pocket, and then my hand just slides through. Hmm. What are we talking about? <laughs> We're talking about. Do you want me to read it again? No, no, no. <laughs> I could do that. Do Goofy this time. <laughs> I can't do Goofy. I can do the regulars. <laughs> the regulars are new empty. All right. No. no. <laughs> I almost punched you. I'm I almost shutting punched it down. you. Yeah. Uh, I just realized that Goofy sounds like someone throwing up that is happy about it. The regulars. When did I have corn? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That, oh, no, that's poop. That comes out the other side. You can throw up corn. Yeah, of course you can throw up corn, but the <laughs> surprise corn is usually in the poop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not... Yeah, you're right. I think I'm right. Yeah, I, I feel I feel like that's got to be true. Get in touch with us to yeah. confirm whether corn is poop. Yeah. Let us know in the comments. Uh, oh, you, no, are you shitting? No, I was just trying to uh, move back to the... Anyone ever said anything to you that made you uncomfortable about the podcast? You ever got talked to in real life? Stefan ever say, hey, I heard what you said about me. <laughs> right. Oh, God, that's a shoe that's going to drop one day. Oh, man. He, 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 he loves any attention. Yeah, that's true. Any attention at all. Right, Stefan? Hi, Stefan. Hi, Retweet Stephane. this if you love attention. Oh, tweet it. Tweet it. You think I'm saying twat, but I'm actually saying tweet, but with a delay. Tweet it. If we keep avoiding this question, I'm going to read it I don't know. Yeah, no. No, spoons. No. Bad spoons. Bad spoons. Sit. Regulars on I No. I got some pretty personal stuff. I'll rip your teeth out one by one. What's happening? I started doing this voice at work, and everyone's I can hear this new designer on the other side of the table go, <laughs> Stop it! What the fuck are you using that voice at work for? <laughs> I'd like you to give me the file to make the young male coworkers incredibly uncomfortable. Oh, that's how you gain power in the office. Yeah. Have you got those files ready for me? Oh my god, I'm starting to shiver. Shiver me timbers. <laughs> Looking very nice today. Have you? Has you? Have you? Has you? Ah, man. Have people ever come up to you and said? Like, How dare you? Or I didn't know that. Tell I've me gotten, more. I've gotten the like. Oh, I didn't realize this thing about you. Cool. In response to podcasts, mostly because like I like used to not talk at all about being queer, right? right? And like on the podcasts, I do. Uh-huh. And like every once in a while, a new person from real life who just doesn't know that about me, yeah. will listen to something and find out and be like, "Hey, I didn't know this." Um, the most interesting was a while back, uh, it wasn't on up for discussion, but I did an episode of Gal Chat, uh-huh. uh, rest in peace, Gal Chat. Um, and, and uh, yeah, <laughs> pour out some marble cookie brownie. For yeah. Gal Chat. Um, and on that episode, I talked about like, you know, being queer and leaving a non-affirming church and sort of like 
deconstructing my faith, et cetera, et cetera. And I shared that episode on Facebook and was like, I talk a lot about some personal like church stuff in mm-hmm. this one. So if that's, you know, a thing you're interested in, want to know where I'm at with all that now, like check it out. And naturally, like, you know, a bunch of people who I used to go to church with checked it out. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of them was uh, my buddy, Dr. Peter White, uh, who uh, is an entomology professor at uh, Michigan State, I think. Cool. Um, anyway, he left a long time ago. Uh-huh. Like they, he and his family moved in like 2011 or 12 to go out there because he was he got this teaching job, right? right. Uh, and I haven't really seen him or talked to him much since, but we've kind of kept in touch over Facebook. And he saw that post and was like, "Hey, like." had no idea that you like went through all of this stuff thank you so much for sharing that Mm. we kind of ditched the church a while ago for similar things like you know i mean he and his wife are a straight couple but they kind of got tired of like being at a non-affirming church anyway right yeah yeah, yeah, of course fuck that and you know so it was really nice because it kind of gave me the chance to like have that sort of conversation with someone Uh who like I didn't realize was affirming right (laughs) yeah 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 i kind of just assumed that anyone from that old church sort of a coin flip they're either not or they are and they just don't talk about it because it doesn't affect them that much Mm -hmm. and like it was it was kind of nice to feel some sort of like closure maybe not closure not closure i was gonna say solitude i guess like to to feel like solidarity solidarity yeah oh that's a powerful uh yeah feeling that's it so that that's kind of nice like when people notice and appreciate and address the like personal stuff yeah you know Mm -hmm. yeah I've yeah. I've definitely experienced that, uh, not through well, uh, maybe maybe once or twice from the podcast, but I, it's more like from the posts I post on Facebook mm. when I'm like, ah! and then uh, people I wouldn't have expected get in touch and they're like, mm. uh, I also feel these things or I didn't realize that and it's 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 true it really make it like that's not the goal of posting. The, mm-hmm. Like I think there's half half like it's like uh, help me if you can <laughs> or I need to express this in a way that people I care about will see and things mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you get messages of support and it's it's yeah. lovely. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's it. It's it's the like finding community thing, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that that's kind of like one of the things that I find really special about doing a show like this week after week, especially one where we like do get personal and do share things about our lives is like you are kind of slowly building a community, right? Like we're, right. we're sharing ourselves with mm. the world, or, you know, however small our world <laughs> may be. Uh, and, and like people respond to that, right? People feel like they know us and, you know, eventually also kind of open up to us a little bit. And mm-hmm. like, you know, it's always cool for me when we get messages like to one of our, like, you know, whether it's like someone slides into our DMs or like, you know, sends us an email or whatever being like, Hey, just so you know, like I also struggle with X and mm-hmm. it's nice to hear you guys talk about it is like cool. Yeah, I think it's incredibly powerful. Anybody I know who struggles with any kind of mental illness, like the more open they are about it in public that they are about it. I, I think that so many people, you know, I spend so much energy hiding or, or not, you know, feeling, you know, feeling shame about mm-hmm. um, something that is so um, prevalent. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's it's. 
I really respect anybody who goes out and does that. My brain works perfectly, so. <laughs> Humble brain. I mean, I, I can't share that experience, but I, I really admire people who do. <laughs> yeah, it's true that, like, um, the, 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 the helping others thing is, is such a huge fucking thing because, like, posts that I see across the walls of artists I follow and just mm-hmm. that you tend to um, idolize and, like, make into this lovely pearl as if they weren't mm. human beings and then you see that they struggle with the same types of things that you do and you're like oh right fucking <laughs> okay yeah it's it's a it's a grounding feeling yeah. it makes like it's such a mix of feeling because you feel it's like whenever a close friend tells you they struggle with something it's mm. just like i hate that you're going through this but i fucking understand this so hard and right. i want to be there for you <laughs> yeah um yeah because you never want other people to suffer yeah that's it i i'm always kind of like I I was talking to friend of the show Julian McKenzie the other mm. day and I mentioned that like you know I had just told him like a whole bunch of like exciting updates about things here at the network and like was and and then immediately followed up that message with like and yet somehow I'm totally feeling discouraged about everything oh, right no. now. He was like, what? <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, right. You're not depressed. <laughs> Here's how my brain works. Right, he yeah. Like, <laughs> he's like, shit, man, I'm so sorry. <laughs> but it's nice. And, and it's nice, like, in those moments to, like, you know, the, the conversation we had after that was one where he essentially was like, yeah, like, you know, it's important that you know that, like, even if what your brain is telling you is that, like, you're you know a flaming pile of garbage like know that like all of this stuff is also true about you and like Mm -hmm. all these affirming Mm -hmm. cool nice things and like encouraging stuff about like yeah like you know you might not be feeling good about where the network's at but you literally just listed a bunch of exciting cool things so like give yourself some credit yeah and like you know it is hard when you're depressed because your brain will look at that and go like yeah but it's not enough or Mm -hmm. like oh yeah like you know yeah but like you don't deserve to feel good about any of Mm -hmm. that and it's like okay like having someone point out like that like that is your brain sabotaging you a little bit is is kind of a way to ground yourself yeah yeah and and it can be really nice and like encouraging just to to hear like i hear that you're going through hard stuff Mm -hmm. that you it's like kind of out of your control uh know that you are loved and know that like the good things that you bring to the world are not going unnoticed mm. mm-hmm. that's yeah. so nice yeah that was nice. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah and uh there's the other method where you trick the person out of their stupor paul <laughs> tricked me in the metro the other day i was having <laughs> we were going uh somewhere cool i feel like i was happy i was happy disneyland and, yeah exactly we were going through the uh, fucking river of love i don't know what happens at disney world um <laughs> And uh, I started having uh, an anxiety thing uh, about all the stuff that I'm taking on at the moment. And um, I was like, okay, okay, great. And then and then he was, was just like, oh, but you want to cut down on certain things? I was like, uh, no, because I'm going to do this and I'm going to be doing this. And like to prevent this, I'll do this and mm-hmm. this is this. He's like, okay, do you feel better? I'm like, <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> so just like getting me to verbalize what my plan was yeah got me to calm down yeah, yeah. i like something i i heard um i was listening to the last podcast on the left and the, uh, one of the guys who's a researcher on that is very open about um some of his like struggles with um you know his, some mental disorders mm-hmm. and stuff he said mental illness is not your fault but it is your mm-hmm. responsibility mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Which I thought was a really nice way to put it. Like, that you have to do the things to take care of yourself, and that is part of your responsibility. (laughs) Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's it's not... (laughs) It's not your fault that you like your brain works this way. Yeah, you know? right. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's true because it's a completely different layer. Mm-hmm. The the mm. the fault one is something that we dwell on. Yeah. It's something right. that we we feel like we're broken and there's it's in us no matter what and that we can't take that out of us. But a responsibility mm. is like okay, this is hap- this is how I am and therefore this is how I can behave in order to mm. fight that as best I can, which isn't always possible. But yeah. you switch like uh, oh Amanda McQueen, the wonderful Amanda McQueen. <laughs> Um, when I was having a, a little freaky, freaky, freaky out, uh, said, if it's not wavy, it's not real. Or if mm. life's not wavy, it's not real. Like, it's like no one's no one's flat. No right. One, right. My therapist says this to me sometimes. It's like, no one is flat. If you're flat, that's mm. a concern. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, that's it. Like, yeah. it's, it's, I used to, I used to feel like, you know, I was doing great because I was always on a high. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, if you're always on a high, not like, you know, this was actually before I had ever smoked anything, funny enough. Uh, but, you know, I, I would be like, you know, I can't be depressed if I'm, you know, actively doing things that make me feel awesome. Right. Right. And like, that's how addiction happens because you're like, well, you know, what feels awesome is getting yeah. blackout drunk and eating poutine at four o'clock in the morning. So I'm going to do that for a whole six month period of my life. And like, if you chase the high the lows are that much worse right yeah. and like the actual stability it's like if if you're looking at like you know where your emotions are at on a graph uh-huh. like you don't actually want to hit the high peaks or the low parts no you no you don't want, <laughs> you want sort of like halfway between the middle and the top and the yeah. bottom yeah. just kind of fluctuating you know yeah that's that's kind of a healthy emotional life is where you feel like good and bad at various times, but never in huge spikes yeah. necessarily. Because the and huge abrupt spikes, spikes are crazy. Yeah, because you can have like a period where it's like I'm riding this big wave so fucking well, man. <laughs> but then you eventually the wave eventually gets down, and then you ah. Oh. Yeah. But if you crash, and then and then and then you step on an, on a, on a, on a, on a crustacean. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm thinking about Surf's Up. Have you seen Surf's Up? <laughs> What's Surf's Up? It's the best movie of all time. Surfing Penguin. Surfing Penguin. Mm. Okay. Yeah, you don't want to get crabs. I guess is the moral of, of the story. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. It's like everyone's already got herpes. You don't want to get a second thing. You do not want. Although the i <laughs> no the idea it's like the eyebrow worms, which we've already talked about. I will remind you because Tom stopped drinking. Um, but. Uh, There's a part of me that likes... Don't look too deeply into this. There's a part of me that likes the idea of having buddies on me at all times. Oh, that eyebrow worms. Like the... Yeah, the the, the, the 50% of people have little mites in their eyebrows. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, hey, buddies, we're going to work. Hey! And they're all like, hey! And they're like, hey, buddies, put your shower caps on. We're going in the shower. Hey! You know? You're never alone. Yeah. 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 You've got a whole gut, like bio uh, yeah but they're inside me is that not the same no the other ones are on your skin yeah but there's a difference in your mind i don't want to talk to what's inside me yeah the ones that are on your skin could theoretically leave if they wanted to but the ones inside you will have a harder time with that okay no wait what is my barrier here why would i see the bacteria (laughs) i mean you're projecting a a kinship with a thing that has no like response either way (laughs) that's true it's all about me as usual (laughs) as usual but yeah i think i agree like it can be healthy to like 
have some kind of like silly, like kind of like not silly, but like lighthearted reminder that like you're not in this by yourself. Yeah. Like whether that's remembering that the mites on your skin are, you know, stuck with you and doing it with you no matter what. Yeah. Reminding yourself that there are people who like care about you and will answer you if you text them or call or whatever. Yeah. Or, you know, if you believe in God, like for a lot of people, that's kind of the role God serves, right? Mm-hmm. Is like, you know, I believe that there is a God who gives a shit and is always around. Yeah. And like that can be really comforting for some people. Totally. Didn't really do it for me. Yeah. But, but it, it can, you know? I mean, I have a pair of bambi pajamas that kind of do that for me pajambies pajambies ah! oh pajambies <laughs> sit down i've got a little uh beaker stuffy and you know, get my little walter and oh. then revert what to child the pajamas they're very soft oh lovely nice yeah. i have um, a a nighty Mm-hmm. Uh, with a uh, uh, one of the seven dwarfs, sleepy most sleepy. likely. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and say it's sleepy. Um, and it's so short making. now. Was well, because I'm just. I'm, <laughs> I thought you I'm were fu- gonna say with a with a what's the thing? Pocket? No, it's like a bra, but not a bra that oh, pushes your stomach in the corset. <laughs> no, I thought no, you were no. gonna say it. A, like a nighty with a corset. What are you doing? <laughs> no, it's because it's really short, but it's it's like real tight now because I'm a much bigger human. <laughs> it's like almost sexy on me now because it's so short. Uh, but it makes it. it may, what do we? Oh, God damn it! It happens all the time. I'll, I'll back. I'll backtrack. It makes you feel safe. Like comfortable. comfortable. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like a, a safe place. Like yeah, a, you know, like a wubby, like a you know something that's just there to. To bring you back into a warm, safe space. Like the nuts in your pockets. Did yeah. you say like whoopee? Like a whoopee. Whoopee. A whoopee? What's that? It's like a baby blanket. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I cool. assumed. Yeah. You know, I've heard many ways of referring to the blanky. Mm. 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 Whoopee. Whoopee. Lovey. Lovey square. Right. Layers. I'm trying to remember if I had a name for a thing that I had like that as a kid. I just had a stuffed animal and I just, you know, used his name. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, I didn't name my... Blankets. Yeah. Never thought to. Why would you? <laughs> Why? It's a blank. Why? I You're think... talking to your eyebrow mites and you wouldn't yeah, personify a blanket? They, they fucking, do blankets have legs and move around? Depends If on they the did, blanket. I would fucking give it a name. What are you doing with your life? <laughs> I guess I just have fun blankets. <laughs> Jesus. Now I'm looking at the blankets that are doing sound stuff here and I'm worried. <laughs> Oh, man, I would love it if blankets had fucking legs. So many times I'm like, Paul, did you bring up the blanket for the dogs? No. I would just go like, that's me whistling. (laughs) And then it would come up and it would be lied on. Laid on? Laid on. Laid on. A laid on is like a futuristic Megatron ladle. A laid on. (laughs) Yeah. Do you do the thing you do where you bring it all back to? So we we kind of laid it on pretty thick, answering this question. Um, but I think we we got somewhere with it. You know? <laughs> we we haven't necessarily gotten people addressing things directly mm-hmm. in real life that we've said on the show, but we've definitely had a lot of conversations facilitated yeah. by it. Yes, yeah. somebody yes. definitely ap- appreciated me saying that shoe store people are not doctors. Yeah, but I don't know if that's a, a deep emotional thing for for anyone. I just uh, I just wanted to call out that somebody recognized that that's bullshit. <laughs> I, I think I that was that. I think that was one of our former patrons who like studied 
bone Shoes. doctor things or something. Yeah, it was oh. a field of study. I yeah. think was was mentioned. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, so that's it. You know, sometimes it's if you have something like if something in an episode of something we do. Jesus, what am I saying? If ever we say something that like touches you, definitely tell us because that's yeah. a really nice thing to hear. Yeah. And if you're ever like, you know, hey, I don't agree with what you said, you can tell us about that too. Yeah. We're here for it. Yeah. My mom, mm-hmm. uh, uh, this is related. I taught, uh, uh, I'm taking a level one improv class with my mom right now. Okay. I subbed the teacher on oh. the day three because uh, Lacey couldn't be here. So I taught my mom which was interesting. Mm. And when I got home, we talked about it a little bit and she was like, there was this thing you said one that one, like I, 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 I was a, uh, I needed validation and my, mm. I love my mother. So, and she was a teacher her whole life. So I was like, how did you think I did on mm. 10 or whatever? Uh, she was like, yeah, you did great. Uh, but there was this one time I disagreed with you and I was like, you could uh-huh. totally tell me in the class if you just, cause improv is so much about perspective sure, mm-hmm. yeah. that if you're like, no, I didn't see it that way. You don't have to attack me with that opinion, right. but you can express it. Yeah. For so sure. yeah, that, that idea of just being like, Hey, if you disagree with me, it's okay to tell me that. <laughs> We yeah. could talk about it. I, I I had a conversation with her about the comments that she makes about weight and food and things like that recently, and it was like it was I was able to have a. I had to. I'm I'm an impulsive, angry person. On the inside, I fought it for several years now, so it doesn't come out on the outside. But it's very hard. Yeah. And with my mother, it's like peak of that difficulty. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I managed to control my responses in a way that mm. made her feel okay. Right. To explain her side of things and all this kind of thing, but it's you gotta you gotta tell each other when you disagree, mm-hmm. otherwise it builds, it builds. Joe mm-hmm. Canto always says uh, how Canadians never say it straight, <laughs> yeah. and it's true, and it's yeah. difficult. It's hard, yeah. But that's it. You gotta communicate. Yeah. Speaking of having to communicate, <laughs> we have one final segment on our show. Okay. And it's one where we talk about kind of conflicts that are going on in people's lives. Are you ready to hop over to Reddit and find out if someone is or is not the asshole? Oh, Yay! my God. Okay, I got real scared just now. I thought you were like, we're going to talk about conflicts that you're experiencing right now. I was like, I don't want to talk about that. Kate, tell me about your relationship with your mother. No! Um, okay, I've got two here. Great. They're both very good. Exciting. We might have time for both. Uh, but just in case, would you rather have one called, am I the asshole for peeing in places that are not the toilet? Or... Am I the asshole for choosing a piece of video game music for my mom's funeral? Video game music. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> I'm going to eat a brownie whilst you read this. Go for it. Strap in, folks. It's a long one. This comes from Reddit user Sassy Parappa, who says, <laughs> am I the asshole for choosing a piece of video game music for my mom's funeral? Okay, so before you comment, you should probably read this since it'll explain a bunch of things. My mom passed away on the 3rd of July. My condolences. I was chosen by the family to choose the food. Fu- the funeral music because I spent most of my time with her after mom and dad divorced and my older brothers were in college living on their own and my younger sister wasn't born yet when they divorced. Throughout my time with her, she would always play this game called Dr. Mario on the Nintendo Entertainment System. We were poor at the time. (laughs) It's a weird (laughs) thing to include there. Oh, I guess it was late enough that other consoles existed. Yeah, there we go. Uh, And I would occasionally join in, but things got way better after we bought a Wii in around 2010 and my mom was ecstatic when she discovered there was a new dr mario game on the wii so we bought it she would always tell me that she absolutely loved one piece of music from the game the fever theme uh when she passed just a moment i'm gonna i'm gonna pull up the fever theme in the background for a second 
How about that? Um, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so, oh my god! <laughs> when she, <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! So that's the fever theme, just in case anyone was curious. Um, <laughs> so, all right, all right. <laughs> Okay, okay. Uh, when she passed away, I had a friend who's a music producer and composer remake the Fever song oh. so that it sounded sad yet hopeful. And the original song's the type that could be remade to fit different moods. In a week, he sent it. It sounded really good. I picked some more f- normal funeral songs, and I even made sure with my father that it was okay, and he said he liked it. But dumbass me, you didn't tell him it was a song from a video game. Sure enough, the funeral went fine. Later, I booted up our old Wii to play Dr. Mario and reminisce, and my father who was staying home with me at the time, sees me playing and we started reminiscing together. According to him, she used to play it a lot even before I was born. But then he heard the song and said it sounded weirdly similar to that one (laughs) song that was played at the funeral. I told him it's the same song, just remade to sound different, and he was furious. (gasps) He started going on and on about how you played music from that damn video game, etc., etc. So am I the asshole? No. No. 100% no. Yeah, Yeah. no. (laughs) I think... I think if he had played the original. Oh, with no context? With no warning or yeah, context? That would have been nuts. It would have been hysterical. That would have been insane. <laughs> yeah. But, but I, I feel like it's such a like it's such a touching, sentimental thing. Absolutely. Yeah. The, the effort that went into it. Yeah. The creativity. The, yeah. the, like the, the sensitive nature of that. I mean, Jesus, it's so strange for the, like it, it speaks almost to how um ridiculously strong opinions can be about things that you know nothing about. Yeah. So he probably yeah. like really doesn't like video games and like mm-hmm. thinks they're bad for society or something and that nothing you can say can change his mind because otherwise why would he be so offended? Yeah. yeah. Which is nuts cuz like it also sounds like he played Dr. Mario with his wife well, no, at but, some point too, right? Yeah. So it's like why would he No, exactly. He yeah. he had just said that he was he played it before yeah. the kid was born, yeah. right? That's it. So like what the fuck? Unless, I guess like the one area where I could see the dad being a little justified in being mad about it is if maybe she was so into Dr. Mario that that was what caused their divorce. <laughs> like maybe. Oh wait, didn't she say it was the grandfather, grandmother that died? No, it was the mom. Her mom died? So the, the writer, the Reddit poster user, what do you call them? The Redditor. The, oh, yeah, OP's mom was the one who died. Oh. And the dad who was no longer married to the mom for a while. For like a very long time, was mad about the son's music choice. Yeah, no, this dad is an asshole. He wasn't even yeah. married to her anymore. Fuck this guy's dad. Yeah, yeah. or maybe it's some <laughs> weird like it's too emotional for him to handle. Like because that is something that was so positive in their relationship that like mm. putting it associating it with her death is kind of like somehow an insult. Maybe, but also I feel or like just if, too hurtful. I feel like if you're you've divorced this person you don't really get to be outraged about like what music was played at their funeral well you don't get to be but you can be you know what i'm saying i guess i don't know parents parents don't hold my my first guess would just be that like his reaction is is bad because he thinks it's like flippant and disrespectful yeah yeah. right yeah but I mean, it does seem like a weird response, which in, in all of these, I always wonder, what is the missing piece of information? Yes, right. yes. You know, yeah. and uh, uh, maybe this, like, OP has, like, a, a 
pattern of behavior of like being too into video games and like mm. turning it into like right yeah yeah, yeah. A- mm. about their thing you know like mm. you know making everybody go to like a video game theme wedding for like right. you know like grandma's got to be a Pikachu like yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> for, for the record like, she does or <laughs> <laughs> people get like fucking weird and obsessive about stuff yeah yeah that's true there yeah. could be something we're missing here. You know, because last time I remember you had mentioned, or you had mentioned, one of you, I'm pointing at both, um, had mentioned that the the OP had posted it in a way that didn't even make them look good. Yeah, that yeah. didn't didn't look like they weren't the asshole. Right. Um, but I'm sure that people can write these things in a way that it's like, um, I didn't do anything wrong. Right. right. Yeah, you did. Yeah. <laughs> you big pair. I feel like just looking at like what we're the info we're given on that one. I feel like this guy's not the asshole. It sounds like he did no. a, a nice thing yeah. and his dad overreacted. Yeah, because I, I could see if, if they had played that original music oh my God. with no context whatsoever <laughs> and then just like made everybody sit there and be like, what the fuck is happening? With like confetti guns? Yeah. That is definitely like bad. turning something and making it about like your thing instead yeah. of like something that is for everybody to have a, a moment. But yeah. since like the, they didn't even notice that it was the same music. But yeah. wait, I'm the, the thing. Oh, Detective Kate is on the case. <laughs> um, the kid took the trouble to get the dad to listen to the music beforehand yeah. but felt it wasn't necessary like if you had taken a video game song gotten a friend to edit it mm-hmm. not just edit it but like make it sound completely different mm-hmm. you would talk about it as a thing wouldn't you? Yeah it does sound like, like they tried to hide it. Yeah, yeah. it's like not, this is Mozart's Requiem of whatever it's right. like you don't need to talk about that but this is something you put effort into changing for a special reason. Yeah. You're gonna talk about it. So I feel like we're missing a piece here. On the they, other hand they knew like, that he would react badly. He didn't yeah, live with maybe. his dad right? We don't know how close he and his dad were. He said he lived with his mom after the divorce and like we well, enough know, that like, he felt you know, that he should he, play the music. Run it oh, by that's him. that's true. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Hey. Hey. I'm sorry. You don't have to answer this question. It's just a visual that popped into my mind that's and I okay. need to. Did we, do you, did you ever know why the, what the three seashells did in Demolition Man? No, it's one of the great movie moments of all time. Oh, <laughs> fuck. Okay. How do you use the goddamn three seashells? Yeah. Why did no that come up? That oh, something that was happening led me to think about a seashell. <laughs> And then I saw three <laughs> seashells, and then I... Demolition Man's a great movie. It's a fucking great movie. Uh, Denzel, uh, not Denzel, um, fuck. Dennis Leary? No. Uh, Sylvester and Stallone? No. The bad guy. Or Wesley Snipes? I was going to call him Some motherfuckers are always trying to ice skate uphill, Wesley Snipes. Oh, I fucking love him. Uh, Eddie Murphy is doing a film, making a movie, and he, and, and he's in it. And I'm just like, uh, I, I can't, I kind of hate you for the tax fraud thing, but I really <laughs> like you on screen. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. All right. Sorry yeah. for that. Next one. Cool. Uh, Hit us in have... the groin. We we got five minutes. Let's plow through this. Oh. This comes from Reddit user Darth Trackad. Darth Trackad will call them they say am i the asshole for peeing in places that are not the toilet so i 28 male regularly pee in the shower when in use and in the sink in my own home 99 percent of the time and occasionally when i'm at a house party 
It's a habit I developed while living in halls at university where the bathroom was 50 meters down the hall and using the sink in my room was way more convenient. I continued when living alone as I found the flesh woke me up in the middle of the night. Now I live with my significant other and I've been caught. (gasps) My SO recently caught me peeing in the sink while brushing my teeth and told me off for... (laughs) And told me off for not taking the two steps to the toilet. My reasoning reasoning for this being the tap was running anyway. Why waste more water? It's the same reason I normally pee in the sink now. I'll be washing my hands. Why waste the water? So really, it's who wins this argument, me or my significant other. I'll leave it to you to decide. Am I the asshole? (laughs) I feel like it's uh, important to clarify the bathroom is always in the sink. I think he means the sink is always in the bathroom. Yeah. Uh, if I'm doing it at a party, it's because the toilet's either blocked up with puke or otherwise, or I'm so drunk I don't want to splash on their floor. The what? sink is an easier target. Yeah, I could sit down, but I've done that before and passed out drunk. Also, yes, I am tall enough that I can reach the sink without any issue. Without any issue, but does your dick touch the counter? How much cleaning are you doing? There are so many aspects of this because during the during this, I'm sorry, I'm feeling a lot of things. During this, uh, there was a point where I, I, there was, I was like, nah. And then when he said, because you don't have to flush and it doesn't like it doesn't make any noise, you but still I, have to rinse the sink, so that's water. Yeah, and also I think there is something like toilets aren't designed as just sinks on the floor because like the there's like a U bend in the the pipeline that like keeps air in it, so I don't think it's quite as like it's not the same. Right. I could. I'm not a plumber. I don't know, but I do believe that they are different. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like they're well, they're different also because of the water has to stay in the bowl. Yeah. Yeah. But like, but like. I just need to know, like, is the first comment what the what the what the routine is? Because if he's legit just peeing in the sink and then washing his hands and leaving, then that's disgusting. But if he's like cleaning shit up, but if he's like, I'm too drunk, no, 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 I don't want. Don't rest your your dick he's, on a friend's sink. Just, just, just so much. Just work is going into like, he's next to the toilet. He could just go to the, and he's but doing if, it at other people's houses. But if he's tall and this, like the sink would be, an, I, I get that. The sink would be an easier target for someone who's tall. But the justification of if I sit down on the toilet, I might pass out because I'm too oh, drunk. Oh, yeah, that's, like, yeah. He How has often really is this happening? come up with every, like, angle mm. and excuse of this, like, he knows that everybody thinks he's a monster, yeah. but has not investigated what is wrong with him. That's the thing. I think oh this guy's God, not right. just an asshole. I think this guy's a terrorist. I think this is a horrible <laughs> fucking person, and oh, I don't no. think he should be allowed to go into bathrooms ever again. He should just have to pee in his pants, because that's how much of a child he's being. Oh, my God. I and, like, th- if he's... Sorry, you were saying? Oh, no, I, I think... I heard something recently. I think it's, like, 70 or 80% of people, like... When polled, will say like they they do pee in the shower. Uh huh. That's a thing. I find That's that, okay. Yeah, I find that less problematic. I, I don't know that you need to be like extending that onto like pee in a people's sinks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I'll admit. Oh, should I say this on on the air? You have to. You've opened the can of worms. <sighs> Paul's done it before, but because the bathroom was busy. Right. So That's- he's done it in the kitchen sink. <laughs> I really hope he like thoroughly cleaned. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But this should be the exception, not the rule. No, exactly. That's yes, because it. the motherfucker's brushing his teeth at the same time. This, this is like a, a nice, uh, gentle morning, you know, routine. Yeah. Slap out the shalapi and yeah. brush those um, uh, spiky ponds. It's awful. I think he likes to 
do it. He said it's a habit he's formed, and he like justifies it so hard for himself. He yeah. definitely this is just his thing. Yeah, and I, I think hate it's it. a little power play. It's like, gross. Nobody fucking wants me to pee in their sink. Oh, pee in their sink. Yeah, <laughs> but I. Oh God, I hope it's not that. <laughs> he's doing a little <laughs> shimmy. But I think I I get the whole routine. Like if you fall into a habit of doing something. But, dude, you're peeing in people's it's, sinks. It's wrong. My, oh, I, my I will God. Say, so my brother-in-law had this weird apartment in Chicago. And he had roommates and stuff. The bathroom was, like, way down the hall. But his bedroom had a shower in it. Like, instead of putting a closet in on uh-huh. those one space, they just put, like, a shower in it. Okay. Huh. And I was like, oh, well, there's, like, no way you're not in that shower yeah. yeah oh yeah 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 for sure but again the shower is not the same <laughs> well I, I was like there's a possibility that people are pooping in the shower because I, hope not. I did that once and exactly once and i will never do it again i did not do it on purpose <laughs> gotta get like a potato smasher like um oh like yeah waffle it down yeah. nice get it on wish but I'm still I'm still coming back in my mind to if his if his skin doesn't touch the sink and he rinses the sink what's the it's like it's like it's like our hang-ups about a woman wearing lingerie versus a bikini if it's covered in the same bits like you know what I'm saying like our association with what the item is supposed to be doing I, I think for me it's like his attitude around it yes. makes me think that even like even if he is cleaning it afterward, he's kind of an asshole. Yeah, yeah. Especially for the reasons that Adrian was saying. But like, if I'm too drunk or the toilet is clogged up with puke, like, yeah. what the fuck are you? What is your life? <laughs> Consider that. Maybe, maybe your yeah. girlfriend has other issues. Maybe you shouldn't you. be 28 and still going to parties and getting drunk enough that you need to pee in the sink. Oh, he did say he was 28. He didn't sure he? did. Because oh. I'm 25 and I haven't been drunk enough to need to pee somewhere other than a toilet since I was 19. <laughs> Right. Yeah. I don't know. I, you know, you do you. Live your life, but but don't be the asshole who pees in the sink. No, this guy is a psychopath. He's doing it like for a power play. I swear. Like I think it is just because he's like, what's the difference? This makes people mad, but there's no difference. So I'm just gonna like get a spike on him and fucking do what I want. What's oh. the next step? What's the murder? next thing he pees? In? <laughs> Straight to murder. <laughs> Well, the next thing he pees in is the kitchen sink. Kitchen sink. And then after that, maybe the dishwasher. Dishwasher. Because the dishwasher is a way easier target, too. It's on the floor. Yeah, but it doesn't drain by itself. That's true. You'd have to run a cycle every time you pee. So, like, he would load the dishwasher, pee in it. (laughs) Then then put that on. And then I think he goes and he stabs surgery patients because they're going to get stabbed anyway. <laughs> and then he pees into them. Because <laughs> they got to clean that out. Oh, yeah. my pee God. is not sterile, by the way. That's just something it, it has bacteria in it. Of course it does. <laughs> I know people say that. Don't pee on your wounds. Yeah. And don't pee on your oh. sink either. <laughs> Thanks oh. so much for listening. <laughs> If you like this episode, consider supporting us on Patreon. Uh, Not if you're that guy. Yeah. Stay away. (laughs) We have merch. 
click the merch link in the description of this episode to get all sorts of great stuff from our lovely friends over at Public. and you can also support us for free by leaving a rating or review on Stitcher or Apple Podcasts it's the best way for the show to grow we've got like I think 30 reviews on Stitcher and like 15 on Apple Podcasts cool but we get like 100 downloads of this per week minimum which means 60% of you probably have not left us a review just statistically so I'm going to challenge you uh, don't pee in our sink. <laughs> Leave us a review. <laughs> You're challenging them. Yeah. What's the uh, What's the payoff for them? <laughs> Leave us a review telling us the worst place you've ever peed, and we'll read it on the show. I guess. I and Tyler like we want that in the, the grossest door <laughs> yet. Because uh, those are the reviews we want. Yeah. <laughs> so that when people look at our reviews, we want them to just see with no context. I peed. At my mom's funeral. <laughs> I want everyone in... listening to leave a review that just says, I peed at my mom's funeral. <laughs> That's it. Oh. Uh, you can also... Oh, five no. stars. Oh, <laughs> five stars. Share this episode with a friend who needs to hear an honest conversation about, um, <laughs> I was going to say, depression and like you know finding community through that. Uh, and also an honest conversation about peeing in the bathroom sink because, you know, yeah, nuance. <laughs> Yeah, or Demolition Man. You can follow Share us. Share with a friend who liked Demolition Man. Or Wesley great Snipes. Movie. Great movie. Great movie. I think movie. I'm going to suggest Paul and I watch that tonight. It's not yeah. a bad idea. Simon Says. It's fucking good, it Adrian. Is. It's fucking good. <laughs> Dennis Leary ranting about uh, uh, how he wants his freedom and his liberty. Holds oh, up. Holds oh up. Oh, my God. It really does. You know what else holds up? Our oh, social media well. accounts. Okay. You can follow the show on Twitter at Down With Talking and each of us individually. I'm at Tom Salatni. I'm at Red Random at Boxless Thoughts. Anyone have anything to plug? Bearing in mind this comes out on August 27th. 20, uh, well, the weekend of August 29th is the uh, anniversary for Montreal Improv. Ooh. Yes. Uh, 36 Laurent. There's a bunch of shows uh, all over the weekend. All over the weekend. Uh, and the weekend will be there. The weekend be, will be there. I'll be performing on the 29th at a, in a show at 7 o'clock. Um, such a great spot. Does that show have I'm a not bitter. <laughs> <laughs> Just a nameless show at <laughs> seven o'clock. I hope James McGee isn't listening to this. <laughs> Sorry, man. I'm so grateful for the offer. I'm so grateful. <laughs> You'll see me around though at other spots. I'm just gonna I'm just oh gonna stand God. next to the stage and glare. Um, it's gonna be a fun time. <laughs> cool. How about you, Spoons? Edit, edit that. Yeah, out. I'm just gonna plug Don't. Demolition Man. Yeah. Wait, do you actually want me to edit that out? No, I don't. Okay, cool. It's fine. <laughs> I don't think James listens to this. It's fine. All right. If you know James and you listen to this, don't tell James. <laughs> hashtag don't tell hashtag James. Hashtag don't tell James. You Please do it. tweet this episode yeah. with the hashtag don't tell no. James. No. <laughs> At James McGee. No. <laughs> he won't get through the whole episode. <laughs> I want to remind you that there's a special offer available to all of our $25 and up patrons. Uh, if you pledge or increase your pledge to that level by the end of August, you will get to choose a theme for us to explore for a full month. Uh, and actually, because this is the last episode coming out in August, yeah. I want to tell you guys about our theme for September. Oh, yeah. Teachers. 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 We're going to be talking to, uh, in the following order, I think, Seth Day from the Rad Child podcast. Uh, Rob Green, who has been on the show yeah, before, yeah. he told us about the 
religious symbol ban yes. and is running for the Green Party. Amazing. Uh, uh, Sarah Malika, who works at Montreal Improv as mm-hmm. one of the inclusion coordinators. Yes. And Matt Goldberg from Confabulation. Wonderful. They're all teachers, I assume? They're all teachers in Wonderful. Their, in I'm their a little lives. offended that my mom wasn't invited, but it's mm-hmm. fine. Maybe we'll have it's to fine. extend it into October. Oh, well, she's gone. She leaves on the 13th of September. <laughs> it's it's rough. I know, like, so many teachers. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm going to start. And then as people say no, I will ask more people. And then the <laughs> first four people I asked said yes. Oh, fun. <laughs> so sorry to everyone who was five and up. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's going to be really cool. Yeah. It's going to be, uh, it's the first time we're exploring a theme for a month. Yeah. Yeah. I'd cool. love it to be like a... Uh, a theme. This would not be hard, but like a theme I know nothing about, mm. like the cave moth of El Salvador. Well, specific. If someone wants and to then, give us twenty five dollars to do a whole month on the cave moth of El Salvador, I that's what that's what gets me off. Go to patreon.com slash up for discussion. Moth get me off. Gets me moth. It gets me moth, <laughs> which is moist and off at the same time. All right, Mo- moth. Ah. <laughs> uh, Give some uh, special thanks and get the hell out of here. Ah, uh, special thanks to Crackers and Jam for letting us use the title track off their EP Benson as our theme music. You can find all their music for sale at crackersandjam.bandandandbam. Fuck! Every time I, I, that, I'm reading it and I'm like, don't fuck this up, don't fuck this up. That's a tough one. <laughs> <laughs> at crackersandjam.bandcamp.com. This show is produced and edited by Tom Zalatni for the Upford Network. Was Is Adrian pissed off because she was going to say that? Say I was. It. I was going to do it with the creepy voice. Oh. Oh, fine. Do it. Do it. The show is produced and edited by Tom Zalatna. I hate it, Spoons. It's the worst. For the Upford Network, you can find out about all our great shows. I'm going to burn your house down. At UpfordNetwork.com. I just died inside. See you next week. Bye. 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 Sorry. Yes, I'm going to see you. I said, now, Benson, Benson, Joe. Benson, 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 just a way of saying more iguana or maybe you wonder what the death of a friendship over the course of 50 episodes sounds like whatever your questions you can find the answers and also more questions on lasers on the ride podcast now member of the upford network available wherever you usually get your podcast hi i'm mel and i'm sauce and we're the host of the last stretch the sports podcast It's a podcast where we're going to talk about, well, sports. Specifically, what we do look at is what makes an athlete be the best that they can be. So not only do we talk to some athletes, but we talk to the people behind the athletes, from trainers to sports psychologists, you name it, we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about other issues revolving sports as well, hot button issues like concussions, maybe doping. Give us a listen. Find us wherever you get your podcasts.